Well, part of the Pizza Club Network, where we host some of your favorite pizza personalities from all around the world. Um, you're here with us tonight, like I said, for Pizza Roundtable, where we talk about some of the biggest pizza news of the week and give you a chance to weigh in on it. Uh, I'm your host, Will Duma, and I'm joined tonight by my guest host, Jim Munford. Jim is both a cookbook author and a writing contributor for the media publication Inside Hook. Jim, what's going on? How are you doing, man? Hey, good evening, Will. How are you, bud? I'm doing great, my friend. How about you? Good. Time to talk about pizza, I think. Dude, let's do it. I'm really excited. There's a lot of articles um, tonight to talk about. I'll, I'll say that. It's been a busy pizza news week, um, especially with National Pizza Day coming up tomorrow. Yes. So, I mean, I guess we'll kind of start kind of start there. Jim, Yeah. what do you think, man? National, National Pizza Day? Is this just another of the pizza days <laughs> that have come up? Or is this one more meaningful to you in any sort of way? I mean... The real National Pizza Day is the day after, right? It's the Super Bowl. Um, so just just combine them, right? Or move the Super Bowl to Saturday, which is probably another podcast. But um, I don't hate it, right? A lot, a lot of pizza is going to be consumed this weekend. So I, it, it's it's hard to hate on any day that celebrates pizza. But uh, listen, it, it's Super Bowl weekend, right? Right? I'm with you there. I'm with you there. I, I feel like there's... There's like the trifecta of days coming up, and and I wouldn't have considered like Valentine's Day a, a pizza day, but a, there's a lot of pizza associated with it. I'll tell you that, especially with some of the items to talk about today. So maybe it's like the trifecta of, of pizza days all in a row. Apparently, I, apparently, <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I'll save my Valentine's Day uh, comments for the articles, but yeah, turns out fair, this who fair, would fair. who would have thought mid February was the uh, the time to eat pizza. I I agree. So let's share a couple first. This one, um, this one out of USA Today. I thought this article did a good job of kind of like recapping. I'd say a number of the specials um, that are that are kind of out there. So first one coming up. This one is the Domino's Perfect Combo Deal. Um, 1989 is an ongoing deal ending after Super Bowl Sunday. You get two medium, one toppings, an order of 16 Parmesan bread bites, eight cinnamon bread twists, and a two liter of Coke. Now, 18 or 1989, obviously, I think we all know what this could refer to. It is uh, Ms. Taylor Swift herself. Obviously, oh. we've got this play by Domino's on the, uh, on the, uh, on the pricing for that. Brilliant, right? Listen, you might love or hate Taylor <laughs> Swift, but she's got a lot of hype around her, right? With Super Bowl, it's brilliant. Just absolute, whoever was doing it knew what they were doing. And for what's worth, that's a pretty good price for all that. Um, if if your local Domino's isn't slammed um, this week for, you know, all the trifecta, um, it's a good price. So it's brilliant marketing, right? I'm with you on that one. I think uh, we'll hear we'll hear more about um, Taylor later on in the in the show today. That's for sure. Um, the next special that they would capture this one was a little unique. I don't know. This just seems a little gimmicky to me. But this is Papa John's Vegas style pizza. So the pizza chain is a special promotion for members of the Papa Rewards loyalty program to win a Vegas style pizza. That's style with a dollar sign. Uh, one that is quote unquote stuffed with cash. So you go to, you essentially go to the website, right? Sign up for the loyalty program and you could win a pizza stuffed with $58,000 um, delivered via Venmo. Um, so I'm not exactly sure how this comes stuffed, but I don't know about this one, man. I, this felt a little gimmicky to me, but what do you think? 
it's a gimmicky, right? First off, I think Kesha owns the dollar sign S thing, so let's give her all rights. Um, it's it, it's it's a it's a gimmick, right? And I don't know. It, I think if you're gonna do it, deliver me the cash in a pizza box. Give me the reveal, right? Don't Venmo me, right? You're I'm, you're not paying for babysitting or drinks, right? Um, if you're gonna do it, commit to the bit. Pop, Papa John from me. If you're gonna do it, commit to the bit. All right, that's fair, man. Listen, there's a couple other specials, obviously, that are out there. I think some some off-brand pizza, I would say. And I'm thinking about um, Chevy's Fresh Mex, who's doing a, a Mexican pizza special that day. So why not get in on it, right? Chuck E. Cheese yeah. is giving you like a bonus, a bonus play. There's a, you know, they're, they're all value pack kind of things for the most part, right? Or kind of combinations yeah. like that. Um, surprisingly. Um, the one I would say that I thought was a bit left out was Little Caesars, which I thought, right, it's an NFL sponsor, I thought yeah. there would have been a big promo. But specifically here, US Today does note that there's no special, but the chain is giving is having a slice and stick Super Bowl deal where you could win, you know, some uh, some kind of side for participating. I just would have thought I would have thought Little Caesars would would be hitting it hard being it hard, Super hard Bowl to the sponsor. Yeah, man, yeah, I don't know about that. I, where are you guys I mean, at? I and maybe just Little Caesars isn't uh, isn't a destination for uh, Super Bowl, but yeah, you think do something right? Give me re rebundle something crazy bread, you know, somehow yeah, fit Taylor anything. Swift into there or something, right? Give give, give me a little effort, Little Caesars. <laughs> Seriously. Seriously, I agree. All right. Well, listen. Speaking speaking of Miss um, Taylor, let's let's talk a little bit about her. We'll got, I've got one more one more item to talk about in <laughs> in regards to um, in regards to some uh, pizza day fun. But with the Super Bowl coming up, um, this article here highlighted by Forbes. Um, I'll quote from it here: Taylor Swift has had a surprising influence on game day pizza orders. Now, Jim, I I know this is hard to believe, but this one actually there's data behind this. Okay, so we're not just we're not just spitballing, throwing them out into thin air here. Okay, this is from the Slice Pizza Dough Ordering app. If you've ever ordered from Slice.com, they've deal. come out and noted that um, the report, which gathers data from twenty thousand pizza shop partners nationwide, found that pizza orders increased by ten point four percent during Kansas City Chiefs games since the couple went public with their relationship. I don't think that's data that you can make up. No. And, and there's probably a lot of socioeconomic factors with, but hey, right? More, it's true, more people are watching games, right? You probably have more household watching games instead of individuals. So, you know, less uh, division of duty. So I believe it. And listen, it, it it's a thing. And just ride the wave, right? Right? I'm, I'm with you on this. I mean, it's, it's, I feel like it's a stretch to be fair. I was listening to, I was listening to something the other day. They were talking about kind of, you know, there's been a lot of t chat and we'll get off pizza for 10 seconds. A lot of chat about uptick and NFL viewership that kind of ties in. But I think that might've been a bit of a trend for, for a while coming, coming back. I don't know if we can attribute it all to, to, to Taylor and the pizza report, but slice also did note that they did see a significant, like you kind of noted here, economic uptick, right. For the areas where the Aeros tour was in general. So Maybe it just parlayed into pizza for it. I'm not sure, yeah. man. I don't know. No, I, I I don't know. And I, what in, just interesting? I think they'll study this phenomenon for years, right? Whatever whatever aspect you're coming from, we come, you know, just one small uh, slice of the pie. But it, very very interesting 
Um, and hey, uh, Super Bowl, you know, it's pizza month, pizza, everything. So I roll with it, right? It, it's Why interesting. Not? Why right? not? It's, it's fun to talk about. And there's at least, you know, slices have some data. 10% is not nothing. No, 10% significant. That's a significant uptake. And, and Slice is no joke, right? Like they know no there's 20,000 pizzerias like that they're gathered data from. I bet you there's a larger amount of pizzerias in the universe, but like it's, it is a large platform to get pizza data from. So yeah, it's cool. Um, yeah, absolutely. All right. Let's talk, let's talk unique pizzas for, for a minute here. Um, this one also quickly covered by Forge, uh, by For, by Forge, by Forbes. So let me share it. This was there. They highlighted twenty five unique pizza styles to make if you are making pizzas at home um, on National Pizza Day, which is tomorrow. So throw a couple out there and get some of your opinions on them. And I'll, I'll highlight them because I know last week we were talking about um, one of these like new uh, pescatarian like. Um, Italian markets in New York City, yeah. right? And we were talking about, hey, like, how much more pizza is meat centric than like fish, right, or any kind of anything on the seafood in general? So the first one, kind of up that Forbes highlighted as a unique one to make, is the shrimp fra diavolo pizza. So, Jim, have you dabbled in the shrimpy side of pizza? And what do you think about this one? I tried like something like this once in the grill years ago. It did did not work for me, uh, but I understand. Let's say I understand the flavors and. We kind of talked about the the heart of California style. A lot of these are, yep. right? It's not the the style, it's the heart and taking other dishes and reappropriating them. And that this is a perfect example. So hey, I try it, right? I don't know what the green olives play for me, but uh the rest I think is the flavors work, so I I I I'd give it a shot, right? I mean, what okay. what do you think? What do you think? Yeah, you, you, I I, yeah, I can get down for it. I, I feel like for me, it's like one of those, and not even that shrimp's pricey, but it's like one of those like premium priced items a lot of times on stuff. And I'm just like, I don't know if I need that. I feel like I, I, if I'm going to go out and get shrimp, I probably wanted something different. Or I'm going to just buy a pound of shrimp myself, make it at home, and just be like completely shrimp-centric, then a couple pieces on there. I don't know. That's my take on that one. I'm happy to just give it a whirl, but it wouldn't be, wouldn't be my go-to. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Especially since, right, shrimp's a delicate flavor. So you have yeah. to be very purposeful. And if you have like, you know, a good char in the, the dough or something, I feel like it could be lost and it, it wouldn't be the star, which again, if you're going to pay whatever you're going to pay for quality shrimp, I'd just rather, you know, go to town and have some pizza on the side, which is absolutely pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm with you there. Um, all right. What do you think? I think this one could go your direction. This is a Southwest style pizza. When I saw this one, I thought I could see Jim dabbling and at least giving this one a whirl. <laughs> what do you think, bro? Yeah, I, I have a couple of recipes for taco or Southwest pizzas. Um, they're fun. I know the quad series area is kind of famous for doing something yeah. like this. So, I, I mean, I love it, right? The the flavors really are there. You use a different cheese blend and yeah, Southwest pizza is just fun. Just no, no other way to put it, just fun. All right, I'm with you there. Um, what else they have? It was interesting. There was a Nashville hot pepperoni pizza. I feel like that Nashville hot style of, is kind of getting adapted into everything. Um, do you get down with the spice spice like that, even if it's not just for pizza? Like, do you appreciate that Nashville style flavoring with the, you know, for everyone reference, right? It's hot oil with the with the spices in it. It's kind of you gotta dunk whatever you're gonna coat in it. It's a it's a thing. <laughs> it's a thing. Yeah, there's a fine line. I've been to Habies in Nashville. I've been to all of them. There's a fine line between blow your face off and a ton of flavor. Um, I feel like yep. pizza can hold on to the spice with all the other flavors that can mellow and play. So. Listen, hot honey, hot spices, 
play on pizza. I'm here for all of it. Um, that said, I don't normally love chicken on pizza because it can get tough and it's kind of hard to hard to pull off, right? Okay. Either okay, right? You either have to pre cook it and then it's hard, or so chicken's a little tough. But I I'm here for the spice, right? I mean, I'm the first guy. I'll grab the pepper shaker and just you know just coat the thing completely. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you there. Okay, I can get down for that, dude. Um, this one, I feel like it's catching a lot of attention, at least as of lately. Maybe not particularly in the style of pie that's going to be presented in this picture, <laughs> but where I'm seeing, and I know I've purchasely been purchasing a lot of mortadella lately and burrata or um, uh, anything of this mix, man, or pistachios is the other one I was kind of thinking of that's going to kind of go together. And I feel like we've been seeing a lot of this. I don't know what this sesame seed crust thing is going on here, if that's going to be the perfect vessel for it. But what do you think about that that combination in, in general there, Jim? I, I love the combination. I had the, you know, we were in um, Naples maybe eight years ago. I had pie almost exactly like this, but the crust was a true Neapolitan, right? It was fluffier. It was, I feel like this would shatter, right? This is more of a charcuterie pie. Um, yeah. But I mean, right, the flavors play. They're They're classic. And again, I would almost call this kind of like a California, right? Take a classic flavor from somewhere else and put it on a pizza. Absolutely. Speaking of California, I think I'll, I'll give an ode to one of my favorite California pies, which happened to just get covered here. This is the smoked salmon pizza from Spago by Wolfgang, a classic. Um, I would say, have you ever have you ever tried this combination or been out there and ordered it? Or to tell you the truth, you can also order it, not to promote anyone. There's those like um meal like you know celebrity meal order kind of sites or like you can order food from anywhere or those kind of platforms and this one's definitely on there because i ordered it uh, what do you think what do you think about this combo i never had would it's good I, it's good i, I trust good. right i trust you i trust everyone i mean this this and barbecue chicken sparked an entire style so it i, I trust it it's a lot and you know if, if someone wanted to send me a package through that certain meal delivery i try it but I don't know if I'd have the stones to try this one at home. That's, uh, again, a lot of <laughs> pricey ingredients that can go real wrong. There is. There is on it. That's true. I will say, though, it was it was good, man. I really I really so enjoyed you, it. You had in, in Spago, you, you did it no, proper? No, I, I, oh, I did it, I oh, did it at home. Delivered. Um, okay. I haven't been there to try it before. Um, I've just always seen it, and I was like, damn, I'm not going to be at Spago anytime soon, so let me spring for it. I, had a, I got a gift certificate for, like, you know, the site, and I was like, all right. Here's what we're going with. It was good, man. I invited some some neighbors over. Nice. If that particular site wanted to sponsor a particular, you know, live show every <laughs> Thursday, I think I think we'd be happy to to mention them by name. <laughs> Just if anyone's listening, I wouldn't. I wouldn't, I wouldn't disagree with that. <laughs> um, all right, let's talk. Um, let's go to a new site. This one is, um, I think it's an ABC affiliate, which is WXYZ. <laughs> this one happens to be out of Detroit. Although I'll note there was a lot of coverage on it, so don't be biased. Don't feel that we are biased from picking up the Detroit publication preaching about Detroit. This was everywhere, but I'm just selecting this one there. Uh, the headline reads here: Detroit style pizza tops national uh, preferences on top, sorry tops national preferences on National Pizza Day 2024. Um, in a delicious twist of fate, Detroit style pizza has risen to the top of America's pizza preferences just in time for National Pizza Day 2024. So, dude, I know we've been talking about the rise of Detroit um, nonstop, but I don't know. Yeah. Is this the time when anyone who didn't know about it is going to pick it up and, and get to see it? 
I kind of think so. And again, now I live in Michigan, so this is not necessarily new to me, but I think, you know, people are, people that may not order pizza as much are going to get in the groove in the next week. And, you know, everyone has a Detroit style now. And I think this might be a time where everyone's going to try it and it, it, it's going to start really taking off even more, I think, because I don't know, it, it's, it's a great style. It's very filling. It's easy, easy-ish to make if you par-bake it. So there's a lot of advantages for the pizzeria to make it. So I, I do think that this is kind of, uh, I believe it, right, that Detroit's are going to have a moment. And I'd love to see the slice data on, you know, how many Detroit's three years ago to this year. I bet it's like 20X. I mean, truly, what do you think? I definitely think it's going to be up there. Um, I, see, here's my only gripe is I felt like earlier in the year, there was like squares for the win, dude, everywhere. And everywhere. I just keep hearing in the back of my mind this like New Haven, New Haven, people just chatting and shouting it out loud. They're starting to get a much louder scream. So <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if Detroit is going to continue to blow up. I felt like it got picked up like. I would say like 2023 was, in my opinion, the year of Detroit. I could be yes. completely off. And what do I mean? Right. But uh, like when, when all the chains replicate it, right. When you had like Domino's and then pizza had had an offering and these guys didn't have this before, right. As a style. And then they put it out there. Like they had to keep up with it. Right. I was like, damn. Okay. Like this is, this is it. Um, not that it's becoming any less popular, but I, I'm just wondering if we see a new, a new, like um, somebody new emerge, like the new style coming up. I we're gonna segue for saying I agree, right? Detroit's probably gonna hit its its peak this year and probably you know yeah. wane. You think New Haven's gonna be in next style? I'm just so you, you think so? I I'm hearing the build for it, and I'll say like there's been I've just I think we've seen a lot of coverage. Like the Times just did like a New York Times just did like an expose on on New Haven for the most part, right? And I feel like we've been seeing a lot of coverage coming in, so. Whether I think it's like new, unique, and you get picked up, I think it's just going to be in your face, right? For people to kind of experiment and try. If they're going to completely fall in love with it as much as they would for something like Detroit, ah, that's TBD. This is where we need that trend spotter job, right? We were talking about yep. where was that at Pizza Hut? We were talking no, about no, that. that that. Well, there was Casey's, right? There's a trend spotter. Casey's was the, was the officer, the Casey's, the chief the officer, off, chief officer, and I'm not still bitter. Uh, but yeah, the trend spotter, and yeah, it. You know, it's interesting as someone who's probably more tuned in to regional styles as anybody. You know, I, I do yeah. see New Haven coming up because it's familiar, but not. Um, I see the the Sicilian 2.0 becoming a thing now where the old school Sicilian's kind of gone and your grandma pie is kind of yeah. coming in, right? Well, you know, behind the Detroit. So it'll be interesting. Sure. I, I can't wait to see, you know, before next year's Super Bowl what we're talking about, the big ads, what Pizza Hut and Tatino's and everyone's launching. It, it's definitely going to be a new style. And it won't be Detroit. I, I hear you. Fair, fair. No, but I do think Detroit's got still, has, it's, it's a, like, it's beautiful looking pizza, right? And they're like, when you distinct the point of difference, right? And we'll leave it here. Like, in my opinion is you can load so many toppings on it and they can look so distinctly different and still be Detroit versus a New Haven pie to me. It's like, it's, Classic New Haven, right? We're not all about right. the topping. Yes, we're not all about these intricate toppings. And people tend to love that, too. So that's why Detroit still definitely has some some room to grow, I would say. Um, so I don't know, man. I'm torn. I'm torn. I'm torn. <laughs> uh, it's it's definitely um, fun. Right, well, listen, here, here, 
I agree. It's fun thing. Just I'm happy to see the argument happen. All right. Let's see. Let's go. Let's see him go. <laughs> um, one thing I think that is is disputeless um, is this next creation um, that I want to share with you. So this one is out of um, New York. So it's two um, big known named like food businesses, right? I was going to say restaurants or eateries, or however I want to kind of refer to them, but there's, it's H&H Bagels um, and Emmett's um, have Huge. come together to create a limited edition pizza bagel. Now, this be, this picture doesn't do it justice. This one does. Like, it just looks great, dude. I would be so happy to eat this pizza bagel. Tell me, what do you think about it? I, I just, it's the greatest afternoon school snack that's ever existed, right? We all had the pizza bagels that were, you know, the mic. Well, this looks incredible. And no, having had each of the individual, you know, institutions themselves, yes. you know, you know, this is just life changing. You just know it, right? I like, I like, don't want to leave this picture. It just like looks, it like looks just, so good. Get rid of my pictures. Put that up <laughs> there. I think we're better off. Just but look, look how perfect, right? It's the cup and char pepperoni. It's the thin yes. sliced you know, um, jalapenos, it looks like they've been mm -hmm. either, you know, charred or I don't think they're pickled, right? You've definitely got the, I mean, you, you know, it's flawless. Dude, it so, just looks, it looks bagels. beautiful. I'm, Nothing like it. That looks so, so good. And I was struggling with, like, what do I call H&H? &H? I was like, you know what I mean? Like, do I call them a restaurant? Deli, like, you know, restaurant. I don't know how to refer to them. Institution. Yeah, deli, bagelri bageleria. I don't know what the actual, <laughs> besides bagel store term, term would be for them there. But it's an institution, food institution. It's yeah. the way to go. Absolutely. Um, so let's, let's, talk a, let's talk a little bit more about pizza building or maybe some of the some of the ingredients that go behind it. Thankfully, Tasting Table was here for us this week. So... <laughs> Jim, I'm gonna I'm gonna put this one in your direction because I'm I, I have a feeling you're gonna have an opinion on this, right? So the article this this week um, out of Tasting Table is called "Is There Really a Difference Between Pizza Sauce and Marinara?" So Jim, for anyone that's kind of new, perhaps in general to this, I have a <laughs> feeling that there might be a difference. Um, but I will give a quick a nod to the article here. You know, they're they're comparing that there are many different styles of sauces, right? Yeah. Just in in general, and for use in Italian in Italian cuisine. And this particular one, I think, could be easily be confused for for those outside of the pizza industry or anyone kind of starting out for sure. And I'll, I'll highlight here that one of the first things that they note, which I don't know if I entirely agree with, though, is pizza sauce is light and uncooked. Um, I, I don't necessarily. <laughs> I, Go ahead, man. No, you, you feel <laughs> me holding back, vibrating. Um, boy, it you can use marinara for pizza sauce. I probably never would, right? You either have the raw, uncooked, you know, the passata, which are you know some of your charred, um, you know, northeastern. You've got the heavy cooked, like your Detroit's, like your Sicilians, which are cooked with you know tomatoes and tomato paste, um. Marinara is, you know, I classically think of that's a pasta sauce and that is heavy oil, right? It's generally long simmered. It's probably finished with some pasta water, but it's loose, right? You would almost never have something like that on pizza. I I don't know of any style that has a marinara sauce on it. Could you use it? Yeah. I mean, you're, you're 85% of the way there, but they are not... I mean, you've talked to a purist. They're not really interchangeable outside of a homemade pizza bagel. Yep. 
I'm with you there. Right. So I, you know, in the article, you know, they they they're on their credit, they're on the fence a little bit, and they go back and forth. But yeah. I, I I did vibrate when they said pizza sauce was not cooked because that is not uh, not always true in uh, in in main styles. I I wonder if that was just trying to put it in. They say to put it in like layman's terms, right, or something, or make it easy to follow. But I mean, if it's not, it's if it's if it's if it's not quite true, it's hard to hard to put as a fact, right? And sometimes yeah. that's a little tough to place the fact name on something that perhaps might not be a fact. So that's why I put this one in your direction. Yeah, I did again. Funny, you could just feel me vibrating from a thousand miles away. That uh, yeah, I had some some thoughts on the on this one. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, listen. We'll, we'll let's keep figuring pizza out. And so let's this one, uh, let's quote here from the Daily Meal. Uh, and I think this is a question that that comes up a lot. And so I was, in, I was intrigued to see someone covering it. This article is titled here, like I said, from the Daily Meal: "The Subtle Difference That Separates Flatbread from Pizza." And so we get a lot of, I think, especially a week or two ago when we were talking about kind of styles of pizza from all around the world right and we saw a ton of flatbreads associated with that i would say right from different regions or countries that are quote-unquote pizza but maybe they were following the flatbread range and and kind of here the idea i think they're kind of highlighting um is that the flatbread essentially is just unleavened um for the most part for the most and while a pizza it would have I know, I know they say yeast, but I think they essentially are applying the rise, right, or some kind of leavening agent uh, in general, right, where we could maybe, – maybe I'm associating commercial yeast, right, when we're saying yeast, yeah. but you know, sourdough, something else, some kind of agent to create levitation in our dough. Um, but what do you think, man? Where do you, where do you fall on the fence with this? Yeah, I, I think, you know, so many restaurants have blurred the lines, but, you know, to me, a flatbread is just that. It's like a non, it's something that if it has yeast, it's not a long rise. It's something just to give it, you know, maybe something like a little ba- baking soda to make it a little bit lighter. But a flatbread is just that. It's made to be a bread where a pizza is a very purposeful, you know, it's risen, has a little bit different gluten structure, and the ingredients are different, right? A flatbread is going to have more fat most of the time. Um, I have other things like dairy or yogurt. So I, I think the article do, does a nice job, um, even though they're they're used interchangeably sometimes. Um, yeah. They're... Again, like we talked about the other article, you know, last week, there it's just a different culture's pizza, a different culture's appropriation. Um, that said, you can do a lot of fun things with flatbreads um, and naans and garlic and kind of, you know, absolutely naan and put some, you know, other things. So they're they can play well with each other, certainly. Yeah, I I, I love naan bread, like. Absolutely love it. I dig it. Pita, I'm always down. They're very similar. They're not the same. Not they the are same. similar, you know, but, but, um, I do love a good flat, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and there is something about, it, right? The chew and just as an appetizer, right? It's a little fattier. It's, you know, goes great with a cocktail. Like they are, there's a reason they're so darn popular is because Absolutely. they are, you can pack a lot of flavor into a, a little square that may not be as cheese heavy or as heavy heavy. As a, as a slice of pizza. Very fair. Um, all right. So since like since we're blurring the lines of pizza now, might as well keep it blurred, right? Because sometimes items like this fall off the the pizza scale for me. <laughs> um, this one captured here out of Pizza Marketplace. 
heart-shaped pizza increases sales in weeks leading up to Valentine's Day. So, Jim, have you gotten a chance to have your heart-shaped pizza, or will you be ordering one in, in the next few days after so it cards in a table probably 14 years ago. I sent my now wife a heart-shaped pizza and surprised her at her, uh, her apartment. So you know, heart-shaped pizzas are kind of a tradition for me. Um, uh. They have a soft spot, soft spot in my heart, no pun intended. Um, but I understand there's, there's a lot of problems with them, you know, cooking and yield. Uh, but uh, to me, like I said, soft spot, I think they're fun. I will be making one for my girls um, all right. All what about? Right. Come on, Will. Let let play the <laughs> other side of the fence. What, what what you got? I just feel as though. Listen, how do you go about constructing this? Okay, is it have you taken the pizza and like whittled away the sides to do this? Are you trying to roll the dough out and construct this when you're when you're putting it in? Just feels to me like so gimmicky and cliche maybe i'm a love hater dude i don't know could be could be it i guess I, and, and you're not wrong right they are hard to make and like like to me if i'm gonna do i'm gonna do thin where i'm actually gonna roll out in a square or a rectangle cut it in mm -hmm. half diagonally and then turn it to make it and then kind of seam it and so there, there's okay. there's actually a really easy way to do it if you're talking thin but if you're talking just a normal risen pie, it's it's very difficult. And they don't cook evenly. You're going to get doughy at the crest and kind of burnt at the point. So listen, I understand they're problematic. Um, I completely hear it. And, you know, your yield, you're going to lose about 30%, right? You know, math. Um, so I understand all the things. But, you know, again, uh, I, tradition in my family. So we're going to okay. do it. And, and you'll, and <laughs> you'll like just be technique. a love hater. Yeah. I like the technique though. They so square, fold it, trim, and then unfold it. Like you're making a design for something that you're hanging, right? Or origa not origami. I'm looking for the word that you're crafting that, something. That's though, right? exactly <laughs> where I got the idea of you know my daughter's you know at the time daycare where they make the paper hearts. That's absolutely where I got the idea. All right, all right, all right. Inspiration maybe come I'll, anywhere. Maybe I'll get down with it then. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen. Speaking speaking of of love and breaking, um, or or Let's being go. a love hate or being a love hater, um, this this Valentine's Day, you will not be um, you will not be in need of of finding a way to to either find love or or get away from love. So the first the first offering up here today, this one is from uh, the Daily Hive. Um, this is out of a restaurant called Pizza Pizza in Canada. Um, and we talked about them sometimes before. So Pizza Pizza is offering third wheels free pizza this Valentine's Day. So if you come in with a couple and you are the third wheel, you get a free medium pizza um, for participating. It's lovely. Just uh, what a Canadian thing to do, right? Have a free pizza, probably some Tim Hortons. Watch the hockey. It's nice. Just, just I, I, I like it. it. It's a gimmick, right? But... <laughs> Oh, it's fun. Not hurting anybody. I agree. Probably. I agree. Might be. I don't know. Might be yeah, insulting I agree. Listen, either. if everyone... <laughs> as long as the, the, the third wheel is known before they show up there, I think that that's okay. If it goes right. the other direction, it could be more interesting, but... Oh. Um, well, speaking speaking that direction, actually, Jim. Let's let's go there. So this one, uh, <laughs> this one covered by um, this one by PMQ. And so uh, headline here: Breaking up is not hard. Is not so hard to do with V Day pies from Pizza Hut. 
The number two pizza brand is billing its hot honey goodbye pies as spicy news delivered sweetly. So pizza announced a Valentine's Day offering goodbye pies, limited time hot honey pizza meant to help people break up with their significant other. So apparently, if you are in one of the regions here, which I think are New York City, Chicago, and Miami, you can essentially send your send this pie to someone with a breakup note included with it. You know, Will, I, there's some pretty terrible ways to be broken up with. I, I don't know why. I, I, in one hand, you're doing it via note. Someone else doing it. On another hand, you get dinner, but that dinner is super spicy that you may or may yep. not be able to eat. So there's a lot of layers to this that I'm I'm confused why Pizza Hut's opening themselves up to such liability or such scrutiny. I will so let's say you're your seventeen year old Will. You're breaking up yep. with some poor girl. Are you sending her a hot honey pizza? <laughs> I am I am not, but maybe I wasn't, I'll say that. Maybe this is the thing to do now. I, I, who knows with the kids nowadays, man? I can't, I can't tell you. But I will highlight. Like, I didn't even mention. Listen, when you do get this breakup note sent along to you, there's a link with a gift card for a future your future ex to redeem a free hot honey pizza. Mm. On top of it, so this is kind of like a two for pizza I, deal then for them. I think, Will, you should break up with me, you know, here and then, <laughs> and then you know, maybe. <laughs> so i don't i don't know how we can just how you justify it i you know what i mean if maybe it's just until time runs out or just that day i don't know it seems like a way I, to get a free pie right though yeah absolutely i've i've faked i've faked the breakup for for less all right i'm proud well, to say but <laughs> you, you've heard it you've heard it here first we, we are yeah. breaking up so jim you send me the pizza Oh, okay. That's how it's going to work. <laughs> it's not you. It's me. It's not no, you. It's, it's me, not so. you. It's me. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. So let's keep going. This one, this one, this one's exciting, actually. So I never, we haven't covered this before. The site is Racket MN, um, I believe out of Minnesota. So uh, I'm going to say this thing is, is, interesting and i don't know a different way to put it so there's a there's a growing fleet of twin city uh pizza buses yes pizza buses not a pizza truck this is a pizza bus brick oven bus created the real quote-unquote uh magic school bus this thing looks pretty pretty badass uh, let's get to get to a picture of seeing the inside of it it's pretty well built out yeah. and apparently there's a fleet of five of these traveling around. I, I I love it, right? I mean, how how fun. They look legit. I don't know how they're getting the permit to have that live fire in the back. Um <laughs> again, I'm I'm not, you know, certifying certifying body, but that seems seems a little dangerous, but no, I, I, I think, think it's they fun. have that emergency they have that emergency hatch up there. That's the hatch that no one can get. Out of, yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it's fun, right? What a brick oven. It's it's a evolution of the food truck. It's probably not hurting anybody and I don't want a cold, you know, Minnesota evening. I think it's fun. Fun. Yeah. I think it just it looks pretty it looks pretty cool yeah. like for the for the bus like and the, and the oven is no joke here let's get a there's a close up a, of it yeah if you get a good picture like that that is a legit brick fired oven they're hauling in the back of this thing this yeah. this isn't some sort of microwave 
No, no, no. Agree. And check check this out. So I don't know why it's taking so so long to load this image, but um, the fire is legit. That is here. Look at this thing, man. That is no joke. No, and I, I I can kind of see it, right? You pull up to a you know a vent, you pull it out of like a brewery or something. Like th- th- this could be the move. I I think think this might catch on. I like it, man. I think it's cool. Um, happy to kind of I'm gonna try to follow them along on social media and find out a little bit more about them. It looks just cool, man. I, I dig it. It looks cool. Um, yeah. All right, more more to come. More to come around yeah, this absolutely. one. Yeah. Um, Watch it. All right, so let's let's go back to another generalization here. As we as we talked a little bit about flatbreads versus pizza, um, as we talked about marinara versus pizza Ooh. sauce, let's continue to figure out, Jim. Apparently, at least from Simply Recipes, and I say this a bit tongue in cheek, there is o- this is the only temperature you should bake your pizza at. So, not no no variation. Um, you just need one temperature. I'm being a little funny with that. Yeah. Obviously, the the article the article here does note in general that you're not going to be able to bake at 900 degrees at home for the most part. And so they actually did talk to um, and the and the author of this one was um, Sarah Haas um, out of Simply Recipes. She did talk with um, I think the he's part of the team for baking steel, uh, Andres um, Lagsden. Who noted that, like maybe at home, the ideal temperature could fall somewhere between 475 and 550, if possible. Sarah kind of highlights that. Listen, I think the golden standard for the most part is 500 degrees. If you're able to get up to that point, do you think it's a good general rule of thumb for many of the styles people may be trying to do at home? Yeah. So you know, I I think I mentioned I'm working on a pizza cookbook. I don't have a single mm. pizza that's at 500. Um, really? Okay. I do because you know oven cycle and they cycle a lot um mm-hmm. and i actually have did some pretty extensive tests and when the higher you get the more it's going to cycle and you're going to drop um and there's a certain point where the oven doesn't like running at 500 for some reason a lot of commercial ovens they run hot anyway so even if you set at 500 you're probably closer to 550 just because they're not calibrated to run there right 98 percent of what you cook is at 350 that's where they're yeah. calibrated. Fair, fair. So you don't have a high set of calibration. So you're going to overshoot 500 a lot, and there's a big difference. So um, to me, I'm 450, uh-huh. 475, because you're going to overshoot that anyways for the calibration a lot of times. And I try it in four different ovens, electric, gas. It actually puts some science behind this. Um, 500's not 500. 500's, you're going to swing between probably 450 and 550. That, that's a big difference. That's a big swing, yeah. At 550, certain things start to happen a little bit different if you're not ready. So that's why, you know, I back it off a little bit in the area where you calibrate a little bit more. 450, you're, you know, the swing was probably only about 50 degrees total, which is still a lot, a lot more than you think. Um, but yeah, I, I don't I don't have a single thing at 500. I, I always I, okay. had bad results and did the math and turns out this is why. Science. All right. Nice, man. I appreciate the tip there. It's a good point. And, and Sarah does note in the article here in general, one of the best things she highlighted is get a thermometer for your Stop oven. It. Hang it hang it in there. Don't don't rely on the digital gauge because to the point that it is, it is cycling, just as you're kind of noting. So get a, get a thermometer and get a baking stone or steel. Um, the recommendations there to kind of help you kind of get there. But interesting, Jim. Nothing at 500, man. Okay. Wow. Not, not a single one. And, you know, it, a lot of ovens also have a cap. 
right? Just for safety reasons. So they won't get over 500. So you'll actually yeah. probably only cycle at 450 anyways, even if you said at 500. Um, so kind of, it's almost like a, a false reading or it's peace of mind, but you're actually not going to get that any other. The more you know. Okay. All right. Hey, the more you know. Look at that, man. All right. Um, all right. We got a couple more to get through. So I'm going to go through these a little bit, a little faster. There's so much pizza news this week. Man. A lot of content. It's crazy. So this this one coming up here from the New York Post. Uh, personal trainer um, at Domino's. I ate Domino's pizza every day for a month and still shed 13 pounds. And here's how. This one, I mean, this is the classic. New York Post story, just picking it up because it said pizza, Absolutely. but in general, kind of the, the trainer here saying, you know, hey, calories in, calories out, doesn't matter what they are as long as you're essentially running a deficit, it is what it is. So, Jim, I guess I'm just telling you, man, feel free to continue to eat pizza. You can still drop 13 pounds whenever you want to, dude. Feel, don't worry about it. Yeah, that wasn't good. And, you know, I've actually printed this out. It's on my fridge now um, and my <laughs> exercise bike. So I'm, I'm good to go. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, all right, let's talk New York City for a couple minutes. Um, two two notable items um, that I want to highlight here this week. Both of the one one closer to to home here. Um, oops, let's see if I can share this real quick. Hold on, share my screen. Yes, okay. This one is a pizza out of Jackson Heights. It's a, a Mexican pizzeria debut uh, debuts in Jackson Heights. I just want you to take a look at this pizza because I honestly I think it just like looks delicious. Um, this is like the drum roll. Like drum roll. Where is it? Where is it? This just looks good to me. Looks um, so cool. Like very unique. Very very unique. Very cool. Right. Not your classic pizza in any sort of way, but just like distinctively like hybrid taco slash pizza kind of but not like the cliche taco pizza like this just like looks cool this, to me like i would love to have a slice and give it a work i demolish that and you know i've got the swirls so they know <laughs> right the swirls a thing and yes. listen, that looks really good it's packed veggies right it's a hybrid it's a big tostada it's a pizza it's a flatbread um i'm, I'm with you it's very well styled um, and you, you know it's going to be very bright and fresh. So here for it. Absolutely. That's exactly what I'm thinking about it. And then that, sorry, that spot, guys, in general is El Mercadito Mexicano um, is the, the name of that one coming up. Um, all right. Next up, one of the pizzerias particularly that I like myself. Um, so this one's out of Eater. Um, I think we've, we've talked about them a, a little bit. I also just think they don't get as much credit as they are. We were talking about it a week or two ago, actually. This was the one about the owner who was like putting out all the trash cans um, around and, and cleaning up all the trash um, so associated cool. with the pizzeria. Um, but the pizzeria in general is called Finny, F-I-N-I. So they actually had a back room um, that some of us, someone particularly here mm. may have stumbled into before. Not not myself, <laughs> but maybe someone else from the pizza club that was like, what are you doing with this space and whatnot? But apparently for Eater, there's a hidden red sauce restaurant in the back of this slight shop. So this is their uh, Williamsburg location where there's essentially like an 18 seat restaurant in the back of the shop that they're going to be doing just um, Sunday dinners essentially out of where there's going to be a 4:30 and a 7:30 seating for it. And dude, like I, I just like, I love this pizza. I can't tell you, tell you anything <laughs> about it. This is the, it's it's just delicious. So I can only imagine kind of what they're going to put together operating as a, as a real restaurant back there. But I'll say the menu lists classics like Zupa de Mussels, veal parmesan, Caesar salad, and a black bass or tartufo, um, and Italian ices for desserts. So yeah, sounds like you hit some of the classics. One, I mean, how perfect, right? To do the Sunday supper, they're hitting, like I say, they're hitting the classics, get a slice to go. 
um, here for it. And I, I've, I've heard great things, so it's definitely on my, my list next time I'm in that area. That is a, it is a must stop to check out, um, in New York. Um, that is for sure. Um, <laughs> All right, let's talk a couple of recipe items. Actually, I think that were that I came across this week that were interesting, and these are I'll call them pizza adjacent for for the most part here. But maybe it could be a fun game day food or something to do, right? So this was a recipe here for easy air fryer pizza rolls made from scratch. I don't know. This one is from um, East East Idaho News. The made from scratch one is a, a little bit of a stretch here for me, but I'm happy to do some kind of like. This is almost like a pizza egg roll thing to me. Yeah, is kind of where exactly I found it, it a little a little intriguing. The like the made from scratch component is a little tough for me when we start with like egg roll wraps. Um, but I, I appreciate where they're going with that. <laughs> um, in here in general, but yeah, you know, seems like a fun thing you could do at home quickly, fun. right? Do do it with your kids, right? Safe. Um, you know, egg roll wrappers are one of the unsung heroes of a kitchen. You can do a lot more than just egg rolls. So here for it, homemade's a stretch, but oh, it's fun, right? It, listen, <laughs> you put twenty in front of me. I bet, I bet we demolish them. I'm I'm with you on that one. Yeah. So, and I like your highlighting the use, particularly of the egg roll wrapper, Jim, because the the next one that we're talking about, um, as well, this one from a site. This was covered by um, BGN TV, um, and this is Dean Dean Cooks, and it's um, he's making pepperoni mini pizza puffs. But the one I wanted to highlight more um, were these wonton pizza cups. I don't yet know how I feel about these, um, but they're just, it looks like Jim, basically wonton wrappers in an, in a muffin tin. You spray them. Um, you add sauce, Italian seasoning, mozzarella, um, and whatever topping. I don't know if I was going to love the outcome of like eating this, just the way it looks. What do you think? Yeah. So I do something like this with Buffalo chicken. This is one of my, my go-tos for sure. the Super Bowl. The thing is, you have to almost do the wonton by itself and fill it because it will get soggy in the middle. Um, regardless, you could put as much oil as you can. I love the concept. It's a great vessel. It's a great appetizer. Um, sure. I think the, the process, at least for me, is you bake them, you have the shell, you fill the shell with warm stuff, you go. Uh, but it's fun, right? Again, it's crispy. It's handheld. Good for kids. Good for parties. So I'm not going to hate on it. Not pizza, but pizza flavors, which is still fun. Do they get too crispy on like the edges? That would be like the gripe I would be thinking about for them. And that's exactly, and that's why you got to kind of par bake them by themselves. Um, so you make sure okay. they don't get too crispy. Cause you're right. You put the stuff in, you're going to be raw on the bottom and burnt on the top in my experience. Okay. Okay. All right. That makes sense yeah. then. Okay. I yeah. appreciate yeah. that. There you, go. you got all the, t- you got all the tips that I did. Oh, this, I'm full um, of them. Full of it. <laughs> Um, all right, we got two last two, um, and this one out of PMQ, and this is a style like I'm not like familiar with um, at all. So, the article reads, like I said, from PMQ: If you like room temperature pizza, then um, scacciata is that the? I'm not sure if I'm saying it the right way. Yep. Um, scacciata is um, for you. Are you familiar with this style in any sort of way? I am familiar. I have talked to many pizzerias who make it. I might have a recipe myself uh, for it. It so awesome. I'll just I'll just describe it. It is imagine a Sicilian dough but made like a challah bread. So it's egg. If you ever had good challah, right? It's you know very rich, very buttery. Um, mm-hmm. Imagine if you took that, you made a tomato pie out of it, 
right? So you've got that cooked sauce. It's got, you know, a little bit more. It's got onions, peppers, sometimes ground meat or ground sausage. Um, and it's served room temperature. So it's kind of a mashup of a Philly tomato pie, um, challah bread, a Sicilian, and oh, by the way, it's Cuban. Um, it, it's so, well, I would tell you, it's so good. Um, I ate probably that whole tray in about a day. Uh, it is, <laughs> again, it's so soft, right? It, you expect it to be crisp, and it's just yep. very, very soft, uh, very, very rich but light. I will tell you one of the best things I've ever had. Truly, um, I have recreated at home. I came pretty close. Um, I know you'll be able to find the recipe next spring um, if you wanted to try it yourself. So awesome. Have you ever had anything like it? No, I, I'm going to put an even bigger close up, close up of it. It looks delicious. I'm going to say like I, I, over Christmas, I was talking about like I made like one of those like cincone style pies. When, Very, I'm, just, yeah. I'm, I'm getting into this like spongy texture. It's not really the word I want to use because I'm always thinking more like you're thinking pizza, like I need something crisp and airy, but like there's some kind of draw to it, man. Like it's just good. You just want like I'm, I'm getting into that texture is underappreciated, I would say, from trying it as a style. Yeah, and I, I want to tinker and do a dessert pizza with this because I think just the richness, I think that could be an absolute showstopper. But cool style. Love to see PMQ pick him up and give him some play um, because it's fun. It's, it's a very fun, very uh, approachable style. Okay. I, I, I like it, man. It was uh, Here for it. That was fun. All right. And last one, just to just a shout out to uh, a friend of ours who we didn't get to talk about last week. Um, have so to, have to close if, with it. If you're if you're looking for some more pizza kind of um, fun, I'll call it right. Check these guys out. Um, they are doing uh, the pizza a pizza pod party. Um, and that is with um, Alfred. Ooh, I lost it. Um, that is with um, Alfred and Arthur. Um, here we go. Sorry about that. And they're hosting a number of different like celebrity guests and they're kind of, they're still talking about pizza. Um, it is, it is fun. It is a good time. Yeah. I, you know, I, sorry, we, it took us a week to get to this. So Arthur, uh, let's know, but yeah, what great. I mean, obviously friends of the pod, uh, some of the greatest pizza minds I've ever met. So it's a good pod. I listened about three and that's one of them. So could could be more recommended. Awesome, awesome. I I agree. Always fun to hear. Always hear, always fun to hear different pizza perspectives, like in general, right? Absolutely. Um. All right, Jim. Listen on that note, man. Let us know, dude. Where can people find you across social media? Type in Jim Cooks Food Good wherever you consume your content. You'll run into me one way or another. Awesome. I love it. All right. Listen, everyone else. Thank you guys very much for, for listening to us tonight. And if you can please like and subscribe us, um, I Need Pizza Club on YouTube. Follow us. We're building pizza content yeah. out there. We're looking for it. Comment us. Give us your thoughts. We're always happy to hear. You got pizza news? Let us know. We're happy to talk about it, right? We love everything pizza. Really good. Note. All right. Well, everyone, thanks guys for listening in and check us back next week for another episode. Good night, everyone. Thank you.